wish to die, please raise their hands. when she says daddy yeah, daddy <laughs> what'd you say daddy no daddy okay we'll say it daddy daddy <laughs> oh we're recording oh, yeah. oh. yay daddy great trisha paytas is gonna come after us next oh, that'd, that'd be, be everything. everything they would make it they mentioned us on frenemies oh dude they would never. They they like to be paid for their yeah, 100%. promo. Adam and Eve sponsor us. God, I wish. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be everything. I'd be okay with that. Anybody at this point. Yeah, literally anybody. I would take like, I don't know. Anything. Any anything. Any sponsorship. Any sponsorship. I don't care if you test on animals, we'll take it. Oh. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome back to Nightmares and Chill. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie. And I am the other host, and my name is Jennifer. Thought you forgot your name for a second. A little was bit. A little concerned. A little bit. Um, you can find us everywhere. Actually, you can't find us everywhere at Nightmares and Chill because Twitter is annoying. So you can find us on Twitter at Nightmares Chill, Instagram at Nightmares and Chill. If you have any questions or any spooky true crimes or movies that you want us to cover you can email us at nightmaresandchill at gmail.com and yeah 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 mm. daddy <laughs> Ugh. let's just be them I but would. like be friends all the time not this like yeah no. and then i storm off every other episode you would be the one to storm out i don't know i think i, I, like, I think it would go both ways really yeah really yeah <laughs> anyway guys um Hi Jen, how are you? Hi, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So this was supposed to be our Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, let's talk about that, shall um, we? But uh, a little, we'll keep his name anonymous, but something that rhymes with Derek. Oh, you said that name very quickly. <laughs> hmm. You know, our little producer Erica was a little tipsy. Hmm. Um, so we plan to record on Saturday, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. And, um, Eric's like, I'm here, by the way, I'm a little drunk. And we're like, okay. A little drunk. He goes, I'm a little drunk. So Jen and I walk out, you know, to go help him bring in the equipment. Boy is plastered. Mm-hmm. Had his dad drop him off. That's when you know you fucked up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, hey, guys. He got literally like slurring his words. Had to and grab like, the car yeah, to w- hold on. Wobbling. It was a lot. And it was like, so Eric. funny. He was like, yeah, I'm a little drunk, but let's do it. We're like, Eric, let's postpone. Yeah, it was funny. And yeah. But it was a good night, It though. was a good night. It was a great night. Eric got to I party. Jen and I cried a lot. Literally cried Oh, my God. I like ugly cried. I apologize. You did ugly cry. Jen learned a lot of new things about me that night. I did. Yeah, she was like, I don't know that. Anyway, we won't go into details because it's very personal stuff we talked about. Yeah. But we was being sad girls that night. Yeah, but it's okay. Once in a while, that's yeah, all right. Yeah, it was good. It felt good. It, it felt, felt really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? What um fun Valentine's Day passed? Did you have a good Valentine's? Did. Um. I didn't do anything that day. I don't Me think either. Really. It was my first one alone in a long time. That was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were going to go straight into that. <laughs> Love that for you. But it's okay. It was fine. Yeah. It was okay. Eddie got me. Oh, my oh. God. We should post it, I think. <laughs> okay. Eddie got me the cutest Little Mermaid card. Yeah. Like, this belongs in a fucking museum. Oh. It's so, so cute. And I feel so bad. I feel like I no, got him, okay. like, nothing. She got me a Starbucks pink drink. And a banana bread and some press-on nails. First of all, we were like, we, we, we. It's not like we were going to exchange gifts. Or I know, anything. but I don't know. And I just, it's not like I give to receive. And I got you some chocolate and some ferocious. Mm-hmm, the gold ones. Ferocious. How do you actually say that chocolate? Ferocious. Ferro. Ferro. I don't know. For real. The for real chocolate. The for real shade chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
So yeah. So it was fun. fun but we'll, we'll post the card for sure because that shit is Let's do it. epic. Yeah, she was everything. It's, I, it's crazy. Instagram got me. It was an ad Aww. and it was like, get your honey this. And I was like, well, I have one honey in mind that I think would really Aww. enjoy this. Well, that's the best Valentine's gift I've ever received. Wow. No joke. <laughs> that's everything. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. It's going to be hard to touch next year. Yep. I'm sure we'll be in the same boat. So. <laughs> same. <laughs> Okay. Well, if it makes you feel better, this is, I've been single, good amount of Valentines. I thought this year for sure I was going to have a Valentine. Me and, too. LOL, let's not give them any more. It's um, okay. We have yeah, each other. We do. And that's all that matters. matters. And honestly, Valentine's Day is like so much like, you know, it's not just about romantic love. No, you it's can not. Party with your friends, with your love, you know, with your family, mm-hmm. with your pets. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't give. Don't feed into this like you need to have a valentine. Like, that's bullshit. Your valentines are people you love. Yeah. My mom got candy for me. Oh, love you that. You did. Eric, love you. <laughs> yeah, I got some cute little gifts for Valentine's yeah. Day. Um, so, it was fine. It was cute. It was yeah, everything and a half. That. Yeah. So, today's episode is very Valentine's Ooh, Day themed. It really is. Yeah. Well, I'm covering the movie Ready or Not. We'll mm-hmm. go into detail about what it's about. But I haven't seen it. I'm excited. You haven't? No, I wanted to wait to listen to your oh, dang. little recap. Sorry. It's is good. That bad? It's cute. No, it's cute. And then you're covering. I'm covering the Cliff Bride murder. Oh, sounds spooky. It's pretty spicy. I'll buckle up. I'm it excited. involves newlyweds. Oh, so I'm, I we haven't talked about a good murder. Right. In a while. Well, I guess we, we talked about the Hotel Cecil, which was a bunch of murders. Yeah. But like a specific crime that yeah. deals with murder. It's been a. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So yeah, she's pretty juicy. She has it all, like a wedding, oh. lies, oh. no sex, oh, singing. Sounds like me. An artist. Okay, me. I'm the um, Cliff Bride Yeah, writer. so we'll get there. Perfect. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. Um, we You watched the Hotel Cecil doc. We both did. <sighs> I did. I loved it a lot. It was good. A lot of new details yes. people did not know. Like Eddie and I mentioned this earlier, the fact that the hatch to the water tank was, was open. open. Everyone Shut. up until the documentary was like, it was closed. Yeah. So now knowing that, everything's a lot more clear. Yeah. As to what happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, she definitely, yeah. it was a lot of like mental health yes, issues, one, which is so sad. Sad. It's very sad. And very, we, very we touched sad. on that on the last yeah, episode. We don't need to dive into no. it again, but yeah, but um, I recommend it. Yeah, it was great. Definitely yeah. watch that. What else? Oh, today it was announced that Tim Burton is directing a live action Wednesday Adams series. Yep, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, thoughts? Are you excited for it? If I get to play Wednesday or you do, then yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What definitely. do you think about that? No, I think you'd be great as Wednesday. We need to get your agent on it. I mean, I'm pretty like. Yeah, I think it's already there. Thank you. Yeah, they just, it's like a documentary style. We can be um, the parents, Morticia and Gomez. And Gomez. I want to be the hand. He can be the hand. You could be Lurch. Um, the new Cruella DeVille Ugh, trailer came out today. Very Harley Quinn vibes. I agree, one hundred percent, sister. I'm I'm all in. It looks cute. I want to see the puppies. That's it. But you know, yeah. But I'm I know like... it's a prequel. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's about how her rise to yeah. evil, which, which I'm into it. I I am too, but I hate when Disney does this because then they like make them seem like nice. Yeah, and I'm victim. just like I don't want that. Cruella yeah. Deville literally killed puppies to make like a fucking jacket. Like, there's no right. humanizing her. That bitch was right. crazy. Just let her be crazy and evil. Yeah, she's great though. Yeah, mm-hmm. Emma Stone's great. Love her. Yeah, she's cute. I don't think she'll ever beat Glenn Close. Oh no, that was like perfect casting. Yeah, I agree. When I had meningitis viral when i was like 12 or something Ooh. um and i almost died like dead ass Oy. in the hospital they were like be prepared your son might go all of that one of my last memories before going into the hospital was watching the live action 101 dalmatians uh-huh. and like glenn close and like i was like a hundred and like six fever chills and like the it last have been 101 that'd be kind of cute. oh that would have been cute but then i wouldn't have been on the verge of death true um that's and a little I just remember Glenn Close as Cruella DeVille. So imagine if that was the last thing I saw, like iconic. I mean, makes sense for you. Yeah, truly. Puppies. Puppies and Glenn Close. Yeah. Anyway, should we just dive in? I was going to say, is there anything else that we haven't touched on? I don't think so. Those are the main hot topics. Oh, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it, sister. Okay, let's get into let's this. Let's sister send it. Sister send it. Oi. Okay. Okay. So today I will be covering Ready or Not. This is a 2019 thriller horror movie. Our favorite. Our favorite. 
It was directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpen and Tyler Gillette, Gillette, and written by Guy Busick and R. Christopher Murphy. So these guys, they're also known as Radio Silence. They used to do a lot of YouTube videos. Like they were oh. kind of credited for like doing the YouTube videos, like the format of like choosing your own adventure. So like where you would like watch a video and then you would click on it and it would go to another video. Got it. That's what they started. And oh, so they shit. got really famous. Their first movie was um, Devil's Do. Have, have mm-hmm. you heard of that movie? No, I'm sorry, guys. Haven't heard of it either, but... Sorry, Radio Silence. Heard good things. Yeah, sorry, Radio Silence. But they're, like, really cool. Like, they seem, like, super legit, guys. And this movie is really great, so I'm very excited. Cute! Um, It stars... We've got Samara Weaving as Grace. Adam Brody, Mm. our boy Adam Brody, (sighs) as Daniel. Mark O'Brien as Alex. Henry... I'm going to butcher this name. You got it. You got it. You got it. Henry Cizerny. That's it, sister. As Tony. Andy McDowell as Becky. Melanie Scrifano as Emily. Christian Brun as Fitch. And Elise Levisque as Charity. And Nikki Guandangni as Aunt Helene. Wow. That was um, was hard. Why did I think one of the levies was in this? As in Dan Levy? Yeah. And no. What I we, wish. Why did I picture him in the movie poster? What I don't, an idiot. That's everything. I was like, waiting for I'm like, okay, let's get to it. Oh, no. What the he hell? would have been what? the first name I said. Uh, what fucking Mandela effect did I just like? <laughs> Maybe. Am I the only one? I, I feel like so. I saw the movie poster. Maybe. It, no. That was called Shit's Creek. No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> no. I swear I thought he was in this. No. Wow, I'm um, here's sorry. the movie poster. Um, or like a hmm. no, <laughs> yeah, I saw him like right here. I, you know what? I believe it. Twenty twenty's taking a lot from us. What the fuck? Okay, and then Levy, my mind's a little bitch. I'm trying to think of who one of the Levies could play. I mean, uh, Eugene Levy could easily play the dad. So I'll just refer to him as Eugene Levy throughout this episode. Um, okay, yeah, something's wrong. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, this movie came out. It had a six million dollar budget. It was like you know really small. It ended up uh, making like fifty seven point six million dollars. It was pretty critically acclaimed. Um, I've heard good things. Yeah, and the the radio silence now. You know what they're directing their their big movie mm. that's going to come out. Then you scream. No way! Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. So people wow, clearly cute. enjoyed this. Good for them. Okay, so let's get into it. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So it starts, the movie starts with two kids running through a mansion, and the kids are Alex and Daniel, and a man ends up like pleading for his life, and he's killed by a bunch of people in masks and robes, and um, a crying bride is followed behind him, and his body is then dragged away. I'm like, damn. Wait, open a, a movie. That's a lot. Yeah. So then title card comes up and it's 30 years later. We meet Grace, our main bitch. Mm-hmm. She is a soon-to-be bride who is talking to her groom before their wedding. She tells him how his family hates her, and Alex tells her, Who cares? They're terrible people. Like, why do you want to be liked by them anyway? But I mean, that sucks, man. You're married yeah. into this family and the family doesn't like you. That sucks. That's hard. Yeah. Probably. Um What'd you say? I said poor girl. Poor girl. So, yeah, truly poor girl. So Alex ends up giving Grace an out from marrying him. And it's, you know, kind of like done in a joking way, but you can tell like there's some realness behind it where he's like, look, like if you don't want to marry me, like let's do, like let's get out of it. And she tells him that she loves him. And of course, I want to marry you. Mm Mm-hmm spoiler alert she should have said no Mm. so we jump to the couple and they're taking wedding day pictures and the groom side of the family is talking shit about grace the entire time and revealing their dislike of her and these people like uh so quick backstory i mean you'll we learn about but his side of the family is super rich okay oh this the house was filmed fuck I meant to write it down, but this house is used for like a lot of like big things. I think it's the X Men school and whatever. Yeah, it's it's pretty um, hmm. it's pretty famous house. But yeah, so this family is like wealthy as fuck. Okay, love that for her. So the two end up getting married, and then the newlyweds go to consummate the wedding in a room. But then Ooh. Aunt Helene is in there and lets them know that they're waiting. Wait a Way to um, cock block Aunt Helene. Really? So we learned that it's a family tradition at midnight after the wedding to play a game with the family. 
Like, Mm-mm. that's red flag there. Yeah, I agree. Like, do that shit the next day. Yeah, if you have to. Yeah, exactly. Like, Honestly. So, while Grace finds it weird, she tells Alex that she is willing to play any game if it means his family will like her. So, Alex has a talk with his father about this game night, and his dad asks him, if she pulls the card, are you prepared to do what you have to do? Ew. Oi. Mm-mm. This is no regular game night. I don't like this game night. Mm -mm. so the rest of the family shows up and it is time to play the game so the rest of the family consists of um alex's like siblings so his brother who's played by um adam brody his sister and then like their wife and husband and then the mom aunt helene and the dad okay so they all gather around a table where tony um Alex's dad gives um expositions about the family's fortune and how they got rich and basically uh, they started like they earned their wealth from creating like baseball cards, mm-hmm. which then led to distributing board games, which then led to them owning like sports teams and stuff like that. So like it's all very like game related. Mm-hmm. So he passes around a box and he explains what's given to his great grandfather from a Mr. LaVale. We learned that in exchange for the oh, their last names are Ladom- Ladomus. Okay. So um, in exchange for the Lodoma's fortune, they must use that box to pick out a game to play when a new member of the family is brought in. So that was kind of like the rules that they got for getting that fortune. Like, okay. you know, we'll do the deal. You'll be rich, but you have to play this game every time a new member of the family is introduced. Ew. So Grace ends up drawing the card with hide and seek on it, which is the only card that you do not want to pull. So the family look at her with concern, but especially Alex. Oh, no. And then he spews how rules are rules and they just got to do it. So she's like oblivious to it. She's like, okay, we're really going to play hide and seek. Yeah. And she's still in like her wedding dress and like in Mm. everything. So Tony wishes Grace luck and she goes to hide. So then while she's going to hide, you see the whole house and all like the doors and windows in the mansion like begin like locking and shutting. And there's like technology to like prevent people from escaping. So Tony hands the Ladoma family weapons and they go to find her. So like these um, weapons are like medieval weapons, like really old school, like Mm -hmm. an old school like crossbow and like a medieval axe and stuff like that. So Alex is distraught and his mother tells him to just stay in the game room. Like, just don't participate. And so he obviously doesn't want to do this, but it's just like the family rule that they have to do it. And we don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, from the beginning, it is like, OK, he he does love her. And he was just hoping that she wouldn't pull that card. Oh. So he leaves the game room through a hidden entrance and tunnel and appears to look for Grace. We also learn that since Becky, Alex's mom, has been in the family, the hide and seek card has only been drawn one other time. So all the other times it's been like they've drawn regular games and they've been able to play that. But the only game that involves murder is hide and seek. Ew. So the other games are or what do we like, know? Uh, so it's just like their games. So like, I mean, anything from like it could be Monopoly oh, to like oh, oh, oh. like this, you know, uh, Tic-Tac-Toe. Yeah. You just don't want to pull hide and seek. Uh-huh. So, oh, I was trying to think of the of the word for this. A dummy weight or dummy elevator. What are the thing like those? What? Hmm? A dumb waiter. Thank you. I could not think of it when writing this. And then I still couldn't think of it today. A dumb waiter. I meant to look it up earlier. So thank you, Eric. So Grace goes to hide in a dumbwaiter and she's waiting there for like the whole time. She's like, this is stupid. I just want to end this. Like, let me just go get caught so that we can like end the night. Mm -hmm. So she like leaves and then Alex ends up finding Grace and has her hide behind a bed with him. Before he can explain what's going on, his sister Emily shoots the maid in the face, mistaking her for Grace. So Becky, Tony, Daniel, and Aunt Helene rush over and reprimand Emily for her mistake. They're like, what the hell's wrong with you? We have to shoot her, not anybody else. And she's like, I'm sorry. She's like really stupid and ditzy. Oh, my God. And so um, Tony reminds the family that Grace can't be killed, just maimed, because she needs to be alive for the ritual. So... Ew. Um, Alex then explains to Grace what's going on and tells her that she needs to escape. So he's like, look, like we, you pulled the one card that you're not supposed to pull. Like you, you have to leave. Like, I'm going to help you get out of here. You know, he's like, obviously I I didn't want this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, can you imagine like on your wedding night, your husband being like, look, bitch, my family's trying to kill you. We have to get you out of here. I would cry. Like, I don't, like, I don't even like, 
I'd be like, what? I know. I'd be like, this is a joke. This but then if dumb. you see somebody like actually die, then like it's a yeah. whole different story. So obviously she's uh? angry. She's hurt. She's shocked. Um, but she's able to pull herself together and she tries to escape. And the two devise like a plan for escape. So Daniel, the brother, finds Grace and gives her a 10 second head start to run away before he notifies the rest of the family. Emily accidentally kills another maid um, and oh Aunt God. Helene reminds the family they need to find her and perform the ritual before dawn or they all die. Oh. So we're like, okay. So Grace ends up finding an old shotgun hanging on one of the walls and she takes it. It's always a shotgun. It's always a shotgun. Always a shotgun. I wouldn't even begin to know how to use that. Be like, well. I would try. Yeah. You... I would just use it as like a heavy thing yeah. to hit people. So Alex goes to the control room and manages to unlock all the doors. And then Grace runs to the kitchen because that's like where that's the only way that she could like escape. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only room that she can escape from. And she tries to escape but runs into the butler. She tries to shoot him with the rifle but learns that the ammunition is display only. Uh-huh. So she grabs a teapot and smashes it on his head and runs from him. Oh my God. She's, you know, she's like, not today, Satan. Wow. So Tony ends up finding Alex and knocks him unconscious and ties him to a bedpost. So now Alex is, you know, the only one that was on her side. Now he's tied up and can't do anything to help her. So one of, so Grace is able to escape the house and she runs into a, the barn that's attached to like the backyard. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah, it is cute. You're going to love what's inside here. Oh no. <laughs> one of Alex's kid nephews finds Grace and shoots her in the hand. He's a little fucker. So she ends up punching him, thank God, and leaves him unconscious. Grace is startled by a goat and falls into a pit of animal corpses. I thought you were going to say a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. And she sees the corpse of Aunt Helene's dead husband. So Aunt Helene oh, so was the one that drew the card um, the first time. Okay. So her dead husband is in like this. It's like a literally like a pit full of like dead animals. Mm-hmm. And like it's him. So it's, it's fucking ugly. Ew. So her hand is all fucked up. She has like a hole in it. And she's like trying to like crawl out of this like pit. And she can't. And it's just it's too much. So she ends up the only way. So she's keeps trying to crawl out of this pit and there's no way for her to get out so she sees like um like a nail Mm -hmm. on the floor and so she ends up impaling her hand so that she can be stuck on it and pull herself up it is so ugly fuck eddie mm-hmm. she's a Holy tough bitch i'd be like i'm here i'm gonna die this literally, is it I, mean, I, like, I, I, I would give up yeah like there's no way i always think about that like, when i watch wow. these movies i know like how far would you make it not far at all honey i know mm-hmm. me too i'd have a panic attack and end up like dying myself i'd fall in with you just so you don't die alone <laughs> yeah we would die together yeah cute <laughs> for the aesthetic you for know? the aesthetic <laughs> nightmares and chill our merch our dead bodies is that legal oh, oh. i don't think so oh to put like dead people on your merch? Yeah, no, no. I know. I don't think so. Didn't someone get in trouble for putting Selena's coffin picture on something? No. I think they or, I don't make, know. I think someone made merch of that. You know the very famous, but I'm sure you've seen it. The, yeah. The, I yeah. think someone put that like on merch. Ew. I think. Forever but, 21. Honestly, That's probably. probably. Hot topic. <laughs> probably with the word like hashtag dead on it. Hashtag como la flor. Okay, what was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that bitch. So she ends up um, getting out. And pulling herself out and then she dresses her wound with her dress. So throughout the whole movie, her dress is like getting fucked up. It was like a long, beautiful white dress. Now it's like down to her knees because she keeps like Mm. ripping parts off and she's using it to her advantage. Good for her. So she escapes past the fence and though it does. Oh, and then while she's so the fence is like one of those like iron fences, like, you know, and so she's like she goes through it. But like one of the um like. I don't know how to explain it. You know how like those iron fences have like those little arrow things on it? Like if you think of like a gothica type fence, it has like... Like a design? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's going through the fence and it like w- ends up puncturing her side. So this bitch is getting fucked Damn. up left and right. So she ends up leaving and now she's wounded from that. So she ends up making it to the road and like a car ends up driving by, but the driver dismisses her and he's like, get the fuck out of the way. And she's mm. like, what's wrong with you? But also like if you were just, I mean, I don't know, like that's a scary thing to like stop for to see like a woman completely like, I mean, yeah. she's fucked up. She's bloody all over. Yeah. Obviously you would want to call the cops of or something, course. but like, I don't but know to I, stop is kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. Cause people um have faked it yeah. to kill you and, or jack your car from yeah, you. Exactly. And so, yeah. But I would probably still call the cops. Oh, for sure. But this guy didn't. Definitely. So 
The butler ends up tracking down Grace in the woods, driving one of the family's smart cars and tries to shoot her. But Grace is able to strangle him with a ripped piece of her dress. Oh, that dress? I was telling you. Multi-purpose. Multi-purpose dress. So she ends up stealing the car. And when she goes into like use like the smart system in the car, she's like, please call the police because the car has been reported stolen. It automatically like shuts down. And it's like <sighs> so she's on the phone with somebody. She's like, please call, like send over like the cops. And he's like, sorry, like we, you know, like we have to report it stolen. Like, we, you, you know, none of the functions are working. She's like, no, please. You have oh to. My it's so fucking God, annoying. How frustrating. Mm-mm. 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 No. So the butler, who has ended up surviving the strangle, finds Grace again. He shoots her with a tranquilizer and begins to drive her back to the house. Oh, no, no, no. He gets a little too cocky on the drive back, though, and like puts the radio on like super high volume. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't notice that she like ends up waking up. She then repeatedly kicks his head in and makes him crash the car and kills him. So then Daniel, the Brody brother, Mm -hmm. and Tony, the dad, end up finding her and take her back to the mansion. So the Ladomas prepare for the sacrifice. They tie Grace down to a table, like, and they have, like, the giant, like, what's that star called? Pentagram? A pentagram. Um, They're all dressed up in, like, these robes, and they recite a passage in Latin and take a sip from a literal devil's cup. We love this movie. Mm-hmm. Tony then uh, ends up grabbing a dagger and goes to stab Grace, but he stops dead in his tracks. He then ends up vomiting blood, which is then followed by the entire family vomiting the exact like Ugh, blood out of their mouth. That's everything. We learn that Daniel has poisoned the cups with hydrochloric acid, revealing that it won't kill them. It will just make them shit weird for weeks. <laughs> so, yes, we stand Brody. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Charity, Daniel's wife, shoots him in the throat and then she goes to shoot Grace. But Grace swats the gun away and then uses it to pistol whip her to death. Wow. Tony goes to then kill Grace, but she bludgeons him with a lantern and that then crashes to the ground, starting a fire in the room. Becky tries to stop Grace herself, the mom, Mm -hmm. but she is no match. Grace then beats her to death with the LaBelle game box. So this bitch is getting her work in, her cardio. Wow. Alex walks in on her killing his mother and he shares with her that Daniel is dead. He embraces her face and then call like, so Alex is the husband Mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, I'm so happy I found you. He's like holding her face. And then he ends up calling out his family, uh, calling out to his family. And it's just like the ultimate betrayal because this whole time you think like he's on her side Mm -hmm. and mm -mm. Mm -hmm. So the remaining family members consisting of Tony, Aunt Helene, Sister Emily, and her husband, Fitch, all come inside the room to finish the sacrifice. They all hail Satan, and Alex goes to stab Grace, but she's able to pull away. Alex then stabs her shoulder, and she runs from the table. The family realize that it's too late, and dawn has now arrived, and the sun peeks through the windows. And all fearing death, the family prepare for the worst, but then nothing happens to them. And Aunt Helene ends up talking to this invisible figure... LaBelle, the devil. Okay. And tells him that though she knows she's too late, she will still fulfill the kill. She picks up an axe, and while she goes to kill Grace, her body explodes. One by one, the Ladomas explode, leaving Grace alone in the game room. LaBelle, otherwise known as Satan, appears to Grace and kind of like bids her goodbye, like, thank you. And then she's just like, what the fuck? Grace leaves the Ladoma mansion. What does Satan look like? He's just fire. He was just oh, like this fire, like okay. a, an outline of fire. Okay. Um, he, she leaves the Ladoma mansion to burn, and then she lights a cigarette, sits on the front steps, and waits for the police to come. And that's ready or not. What the fuck? That is not what I expected at all it's from so that. Cute. Dude, I want to watch it right now. Yeah. That sounds spicy as hell. I loved it. Oh my God. Yeah, and it's like cool. It, this movie came out around the same time as like, um parasite and like kind of around the same time as um knives out so it was kind of like the trilogy of like the poor people getting the revenge on like yeah. the rich people and yeah like i don't know it was just it's just really cute wow good job mm-hmm. that sounds interesting as hell yeah so everybody go watch it it's a great one okay eddie it's now time for your favorite portion of this podcast who said it's my favorite I'm portion? Just you don't even like true crime that much. Sorry. I love true crime. You told me you don't like it. No, I love true crime. I but just it scares get you. so scared. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is not that scary. 
Ugh, then what's the point? But it's a, it's juicy. Okay. It's like a bad Lifetime movie. Oh, love that. So we're here Have they made it, right? a Lifetime movie of it? No, but I feel like they should. This let's, is to- let's, this let's do it. Let's watch, produce Watch, this it. is it. Okay, we'll do okay. it. So this is a story of a young newlywed couple. It's a story about a girl named Lucky. Yeah. Oh my God, we didn't talk about Free oh, Britney. Britney. Did you watch it? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, we talked about it. I'm I sorry. did. I was texting you while I was watching it. Oh, sad. Very sad. But he lost the rights, I was right? Just, I was just going to tell you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he, yeah, so the conservatorship is... Um, I, I guess I, I didn't really read too much into it, but Me I kept either. seeing like all the headlines. Yeah. Where like I guess like yeah, he has no more control. Good. So I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, it's a very sad story all around. I know. But yeah, Britney girl. And it was weird like watching it was obviously nostalgic for right. us. I felt like watching like yeah, a I sister mean, or something. No, sounds serious, dumb, but no you know seriously, I mean? Britney Spears was my first like literal love. Like I was in love with her. I had all the school supplies. Yeah. I wanted to be her. I wanted to be with her. Yeah. She was my first sexual awakening. Like truly, oh. like truly. <laughs> yeah. I was a very confused child. I was like, do I want to be this bitch? Do I want to be with this bitch? Right. Who knows? Right. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, I was dying at the in the frenemies podcast. Not to promote another podcast, but. <laughs> Trisha Paytas and Ethan when they're talking about free Britney it's and Trisha talks about how she wants to join Britney I know I was dying that's literally me I know frenemies you know I I'm obsessed with that podcast it's I, really fun it's really good yeah stop listening to us and yeah. go listen to frenemies they, right now they need it they're doing really well <laughs> I know they're fucking killing it did you see the merch that's gonna come out yeah should we get matching I don't know it's kind of cute <laughs> we are them kind of <laughs> we are I'm Who's Ethan who? I'm Ethan I'm Trisha <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Same here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Ethan is stable. He's yeah. got the wife and the kids. What do I have? You got a bomb ass house with a rich Dude, ass fiance. Her house is so nice. It's crazy. You got an OnlyFans. Is he rich? Like, yeah, he's very yeah. You what? see, you see her ring. Yeah, but like, how, from what? He owns like some museum, and he does yeah, the water like, museum. Mm-hmm, and I guess that's like popping. What the? Fuck? He's got money. Well, he's got money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I am Trisha. I wanted to buy that necklace. <laughs> we won't talk about what the necklace was. We'll tell Eric later. <laughs> you can't. No. Mm-hmm. See, I and thought- I'm Ethan telling her you <laughs> yeah. can't make that a thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go. Okay. Newlyweds, Trisha and Moses. Just yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Oh my God, <laughs> truly. Oh, hey, can you imagine? I would not be surprised. What? If like some fiasco happens with them. And she's like, oh, like God. a true crime. Let's hope not. Okay, so this is the story of a young newlywed couple, not Trisha and Moses, unfortunately. No. This is the story of Cody Johnson and Jordan Graham. Love that. It's a gay wedding? No, Jordan is a girl. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to. Sorry. Okay. Oh. So this takes place in Kalisville, Montana. Cody Johnson. Yep. Cody Johnson is 24. Jordan Graham is 21. That's, oh a, that's a three God. year difference. They're so They're young. They're babies. We're older than both of them. Mm-hmm. They were both described as good people. Jordan was described as a good girl and Cody was kind hearted. It was love at first sight. Mm. Mm. Oh. That's what I thought too. Um. Really? <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight? I don't know. No. Do you, Eric? Lust at first sight. Truly. But you know what? When I met Ron, but like I met him and I was like, oh, something's going to go down here. Yeah. And something did. Okay, Mm. let's go. Okay. So they both share dreams of getting married and having kids. Even though they seem to be the perfect pair, they are very different from each other. Us. Us. Oh, (laughs) maybe not. Cody was described. Well, maybe this actually. Ready? Oh no. Cody was described as being very outgoing mm. and liked to make people happy. And Jordan was described as being very quiet, reserved, and not having much to say. Couldn't be me. She was a nice girl, but seemed very reserved compared to Cody. Okay. Love that. Love that too. So during their relationship, Jordan got Cody to start going to church with her. She was very religious um, to the point where she was against sex before marriage. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You got to drive the car out before you buy it. I agree. Soon, friends noticed that the relationship seemed to be a little bit one-sided. Sad. 
Cody seemed super into Jordan and always tried including her in things that he was doing. He always wanted to spend time with her, but Jordan was very distant with him. She would always try to make a fine excuse not to hang out with him or why she couldn't see him. That so sucks. you to me. Yes, Eddie. Cody was still very clearly madly in love with her, but Jordan not so much. Ugh, me. You're huh? preaching our story. Shut the f- <laughs> No. Cody would take Jordan out on dates and she would always bring a friend with her. Oh, wait, this is our story. Me, you, Caitlin. I'd be like, really, this bitch again? Her friend, Kimberly, said she never saw them holding hands. She never saw them kissing. She wait. never saw them like flirting with each other, like being cutesy. No, none of that. Honestly, this does sound like me in a relationship, though. I'm very sound like what? Like me in a relationship. I thought you said me and you. I was like, we're not. No. <laughs> I was like Eddie. It's okay. Um, it was very odd behavior for two people in a romantic right. relationship. Okay. So after a little over a year of dating, Cody asked Jordan to marry him. And she said yes. Because mm-hmm. she's just so in love with him, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. 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 You know you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You do that after every word. Mm. I do? We should recreate that and put it on TikTok. That's uh, like a trend right now. I know. We should do it. Okay, I'm down. Because we have like the oh, setup. Yeah, we We're like should. legit. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Okay. I'll be Trisha. Okay. Well, because we already like established oh, that. Oh, yeah. I forgot. What if they reposted it? I would Or Trisha myself. is like, oh my, you should watch this one. It's really funny. And then they like have a little split screen down here. I don't know what I would we do. We would be set. <laughs> they just don't tag us. I'd be pissed. Okay. Also, just a quick side note. The Starbucks bag scared the shit out of me. Face? Yeah. Oh. Sorry about <laughs> Sorry, guys. You good? Want me to move it? No, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. So, like I mentioned, Cody asked Jordan to marry him, and she said yes to the dress. Did you say when this took place? Uh, 2003? Oh, okay. Did I mention it? I don't think so. 2007, 2003? Oh. Uh, we can... Okay, we'll verify. We'll fact check later. Sorry. Her friends were shocked that she said yes because <sighs> Jordan did not seem to be attracted to Cody or into him at all. Her friends believed she was more into the idea of having a wedding and the process of getting married, picking out a dress, I the flowers, that. more than the actual reality of becoming someone's wife and I like that, marriage, girl. you know? Yeah. Um, she was excited for the planning portion, but when it came to discussing the actual marriage and becoming Cody's wife, she'd become irritated and didn't want to talk about it. Which is sad. Yeah, it's sad. Bridezilla. She was, huh? A bridezilla. Bridezilla. She was questioning her decision, but she never discussed it with Cody. Oh, shit. Mm, red flags. Yeah. We love that. So let's fast forward to the wedding day, shall we? Oh, my God. Let's do it. We have the flowers, the dress, you know, mm-hmm. all, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Jordan was sobbing walking down the aisle. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when she got to the altar, she would not look at Cody. Like, they did not make any eye contact. She was just, like, looking uh, at the ground the whole time. Could you imagine we're, like, getting married and I'm just like, fuck. I don't even know. I feel like, hello? <laughs> like, how sad, yeah. So, despite that, the wedding went on. And Cody and Jordan had their first dance together. And danced to a song that Jordan recorded for them. Cute. She's a singer. Wow. Me to you on our wedding day. Oh. What? No, I would love that. You and Eric produce a little song. Oh my god, Eric. Wait. I want to perform at my wedding. Like, dead ass. I'll record this song, and then you can perform any song you want. Mm. Is that okay? Yeah, I guess. Wait, want to know something really weird? Like, I, today, whoa, why was I thinking about this? What? Like, I didn't even think about, like, recording today. Mm-hmm. I, um... So I'm, I always think about like what I would um walk to like if I were like oh, getting cute. married mm-hmm. and I have like, sorry, I know you might, this might be, but um what? well, cause I love the idea of walking to like part of your world from the little mermaid, but like this like, oh, instrumental version. Yeah. But anyway, I was like, oh, I was like, I haven't listened to that. Like I have it saved on YouTube and I listened to it today. Not even thinking about like that oh. we were recording about like Am my card. That's cute. I know. Anyway. Oh, that's would, cute. I thought about my wedding today. That's actually precious. LOL. Shut up. You don't know. <laughs> We're not all going to be single forever, okay? I knocked on wood. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. And if you are single forever, who cares? Fuck it. To anybody listening, no, like, love and relationships are overrated. When they're good, they're not. Okay. 
So, but when, but honestly, like, if you guys, here's the thing, because I know that there's a lot of pressure on like getting married. If you want to get married, love that, perfect. If you don't, like, love that too. Like, don't let it be like a thing. Yeah, love you, single bitches. And also, if you don't want to have kids, that's okay too. Yeah, and if you don't want to have kids, even better. It's Do okay. you want to bring these kids into this? political climate right now yeah. <laughs> no thank you not with miss corona yeah and if you want to have kids it's fine too it's oh fine. yeah and if you want to have and if okay. you do have kids love that yeah love that for you little jelly it's fine anyways moving on the wedding and new marriage would soon be overshadowed by jordan who was expressing doubts to her friends like obviously right in a text to kimberly this is like her bff okay she said i don't know this is a direct text this is what she said I don't know if all this was the right thing to do. So much happened last night. I just don't know. Oh, shit. Kimberly asked if she meant after the wedding or in the room. And Jordan said everything, but she'd rather talk about it in person. Jordan also told Kimberly that it was a miserable time and that she Damn. was unhappy. Yeah. Miserable. That's like a big word. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Jordan and Kimberly meet up, but Jordan won't talk about what's wrong or if something did happen like in the room. Like, did they right. fight? Like, you know, something went down she expressed to kimberly that she knows that he will want to do stuff and she wasn't ready for that oh shit. texting kimberly jordan said using the my period started spiel tonight i freaking hope it works because if i'm forced to do something that i'm not i'm going to freak out which i hope he wouldn't force yeah. you to do that but you know so that was a text she sent to her little friend kimberly so both kimberly and cody's friend jeremiah both believe they never had sex their oh, whole shit. relationship yeah even after being married nothing kimberly says she's almost certain they never had sex before or after their marriage damn that's crazy huh which again is fine but you need to talk 2013 about oh 2013 yeah, sorry. okay she's a little off i didn't mean to cut you off sorry so july 7th 2013 eight days after the wedding cody is missing his mother sherry reported him missing after he failed to show up to work which is very unlike him mm -hmm. he was a no call no show there like there's no way in hell he would pull a no call no show the night before his disappearance jordan and cody went out to dinner together and jordan says they went back home together like nothing shortly after she said cody got into a black car with some of his buddies that had a washington license plates on it Okay. His friends and family were very worried and concerned and knew something was wrong. But Jordan, his brand new wife, you know, her husband's missing. Mm -hmm. She looked happier than ever. She was like, mm, this is the best day of my life. So during this time, one of Jordan's friends said Jordan got ice cream and she was the happiest that she had ever seen her. Damn. Like your husband's missing, girl. I know, but ice cream. But ice cream, you're right. What kind of ice cream? I don't know. Mm. So with growing suspicion, growing against Jordan, she was soon questioned by police. She stuck to her story, which she couldn't keep straight about their friends who came to pick him up. And he said they came to visit and how they were going to Glacier Park. Police asked if they were having problems and she said no. She told another friend, Hannah, not Hannah Montana, even though they're in Montana. Oh, I was going to say. Who asked the same question. If they had problems, she said no. But she told Kimberly that they were fighting and that Cody held her down while they were arguing, grabbed his keys, and he scratched her. Oh, yeah. So already she's having a hard time keeping right. her story straight, you know? And everybody agreed this is not like, this does not sound like Cody. Yeah, yeah. So his friends and family went to their home to try and see if they could figure out what happened, maybe find like clues, like mm -hmm. to see to something. Jordan gets more and more upset at the sight of her friends and family trying to help find her missing husband to the point where she throws her wedding ring across the room. Everyone was confused, but but like, wouldn't you want the fucking help? You know? Yeah. Well, like, bitch, you are not making this, you know. You're like not helping mm -hmm. at yourself at all. So the suspicion against Jordan just grew more and more, obviously, right. because like, girl, you are not looking so hot right now, especially by her friend Kimberly, who called her out for not being able to keep her story straight and told her that their friendship was over until this was all sorted out. Oy. And this is like her BFF. Damn. Right? If your BFF ain't going to lie with you about killing your husband, are they really a BFF? I don't think so. Like, oh. we cut, we hide in the body together, girl. Okay. Eric, you got my back? Thanks, boo. You guys want to kill me? <laughs> well, not with this attitude, maybe. Damn. Okay, <laughs> so during her interrogation, police knew Jordan was lying and they pressed her to tell the truth. But she just kept saying, I'm telling you what I know. The police said, we think you know more. So the police released Jordan because they have no evidence against her. That's so crazy. But oh. four days later, Jordan has something new to share with the police. <laughs> 
Jordan received an email from someone named Tony, the carman. She showed the email to her friend Hannah. The email said, Hello, Jordan. My name is Tony. There is no bother to look for Cody anymore. He's gone. Um, <laughs> Love that. The email went on to explain that Cody accidentally fell off of a cliff while hiking at Glacier Park with those friends he left with in the black car with the Washington plates. Mm. Mm. How convenient. How convenient, you know. Hannah said Jordan was emotionless while reading the email, and she advised Jordan to the police the email that she received. So the email just makes her look even worse yeah, to the suspicious. police. That's, that's weird. <laughs> so with this email, Jordan not the police would call the search and be like, okay, you know, this email, we got it. Mystery solved. Right. He's dead. Let's move on with our lives. No. Mm-mm. They let her know this is not how this shit works. And they found it very odd that she was just so calm about this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Like, you know? So here we go, ladies. Hannah, along with her friends, took a trip to Glacier Park to find Cody. Hannah said Jordan was acting funny as if nothing was wrong. She was driving Cody's car, wearing his sunglasses, listening to music and acting like nothing was wrong. Like everything was just right in the world. Like nothing, nothing. They're going to like have a picnic in the park, like not find her husband's dead body. So Hannah said during this search, she did most of the work. She put the missing missing, uh, person's posters and led the search. And Jordan kicked back and did nothing honestly but things changed the second day of the search jordan was determined to find her husband oh she had a little mm -hmm. hannah said jordan was guiding them and saying she knew and she could feel where he was hannah said jordan was leading them to a part of the trail that clearly was not meant to be walked on her friends found it odd that Jordan was able to walk this path so easily as if she's been done there it, before. As she's done it before. Mm-hmm. This bitch. Yes. But Jordan said, I know he's here. I can feel it. And boom, Jordan found at the bottom of a cliff her husband's body. Oh, my God. Her friends were shocked that she was able to find him so quickly. But Jordan said the reason she knew exactly where his body was is because the Holy Spirit told her where he was love that Mm -hmm. she also told detectives the ravine was the place cody wanted to see before he died well he saw it she needed police said the place was so remote that it looks like humans have never even been there damn they probably would have gotten away with it yeah maybe so police determined that he fell head first his friends and family obviously devastated by the news that he's officially like he's he's dead done yeah he's done done so Jordan seemed relieved and said, now that we have the body, can we have the funeral and can the cops be out of it? Oh. My friend, stop. Just be quiet. Hey girl, shh. Somebody to tell her to just... Yeah, like... Just stop. Mm-hmm. So 16 days later, a funeral was held and Jordan was on her phone, unbothered by the whole situation <sighs> during the whole funeral. Like, bitch, like, at least... I don't know. Isn't that wild? Like, I, I mean, you know, I mean, again, I was going to say, like, I don't get what these people, like, think, but I mean... Obviously, to like kill somebody, you are not stable. Right. So at that point, her friend Kimberly, she knew Jordan killed Cody. Uh, yeah, and me everyone, too, bitch. And everyone else agreed, including the police. Police were able to prove that the email Jordan received from Tony mm, the was, car man. yes, the car man, was sent from her stepfather's house. And it was written by Jordan and she sent it to herself. <laughs> On July 16th, Jordan was arrested shortly after Cody's funeral. Oh, shit. Embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But also the clout. Honestly. They also discovered that Jordan was caught the night that he disappeared. She tried to deny it, but a security camera and a cell phone tower put her at Glacier Park. Oh, shit. Not at the same, the same night, but also the exact time that they think he died as well. So they had, like, everything lined up, putting her at the place of the crime. Technology, bro. Right? I know. Androids can never... And Joyce could never. So she admitted that they were arguing that night and that they did go to Glacier Park. Jordan claims that she told Cody she was scared and didn't want to go. But she said Cody told her he could do this trail with the blindfold on. Next to Cody's body, they was found a, a piece of cloth that like it could be used as a blindfold. Oh, my God. Police are not certain if Cody was wearing a blindfold when he fell 300 feet. Oy. Isn't that crazy? A lot of to feet. his death. But police think Jordan put the blindfold on Cody to lure him to surprise him because his friend said earlier that day Cody was excited because Jordan told him that they had uh, something planned for them later to do. Mm. So the strong theory is that Cody was wearing the blindfold and Jordan led him to the cliff so she could lead him to his death. My God. Right. That girl just asked for an annulment. (laughs) I know. 
And remember the song that Jordan um, was so sweet to record yeah. for their wedding? Okay, you want to hear some of the lyrics I of the do, song? I do, I okay. do. Sing them to me. I'm not going to sing it. But. Oh. <laughs> okay, so here's one of the lyrics, okay? Being loved by you, you helped me climb to a better view. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Everyone has a reason to wake up. You're mine. And everyone wants a safe place to fall in your mind. Oi? Mm-hmm. Jordan tried denying the murder was premeditated, but later admitted to pushing him off the cliff and claimed her emotions got the best of her. I sent you the audio clip. I was going to play for you. Oh, my God. Love that. This morning, the killer bride is behind bars after admitting she pushed Cody Johnson face first off a cliff at Montana's Glacier National Park back in July. He went to grab my arm and my jacket, and I said, no. I said, I'm not going to have this happen. I'm going to defend myself. I kind of let go and I pushed and he went over and then I took off and went home. So you heard her. She, she said she it, sister. She said it. So yeah. Okay, so after she admitted it, obviously on tape as we just fucking heard, mm -hmm. she was charged with first and second degree murder and making misleading statements. She takes a plea of not guilty, but then changes her plea to guilty of second degree murder. Before she was sentenced, the judge allowed her to wait out her sentence at home on home arrest, which is absolutely insane. That's crazy. Yeah. FBI said she wasn't a harm to herself or the community. But she pushed her husband off a cliff. She's a murderer. But, okay, exactly. Today's before her sentencing, she tried to withdraw her guilty plea and she wanted a trial, but the deal was already made. I said, bitch, you said it. Eventually, she was found guilty of second degree murder and was sentenced to 30 years in prison without the possibility of parole. That's it? Mm -hmm. Cody's mom, obviously heartbroken by this, just wants to know why Jordan married her son. Yeah. If she never even wants to really be his wife. So that is the story of the Cliff Bride. The Cliff the Bride. The Cliff Bride. That's what the media dumped her as. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that you can murder somebody, admit to murdering somebody, and only get 30 years prison. Yeah. How, so you said she was 21? 21. Damn. Yeah. So she'll be out by like 50. Yeah. She could go and kill another man. Yeah. I'm confusion. That's wild. Yeah, but that was... The juicy story. I love that. Of the cliff ride. Hurry back. That's what I thought of too. Don't forget to bring your death certificate. Love that. Hot. Yeah. Wow. That's that. that was spicy. Yeah. And we talked a lot about love. We did. And marriage. Mm, we did. And this was kind of like our Valentine's Day episode. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. So <laughs> I thought it would be fun to kind of do like a Valentine's Z day quiz okay down um i was trying to find like something that was like who's your perfect like horror brought you know um husband or whatever but that was not a thing i could not oh. find one well we'll make it so i found this quiz there's two we'll see how long they are um okay. but this one because it was it also deals with like marriage i thought it would be fun to do Ooh. so we're gonna plan a super cute valentine's day date okay. and we'll tell you when you're getting married oh no okay, <laughs> okay. let's do it okay so what are you wearing are you wearing a Ew. suit and tie t-shirt and jeans a romper sweats casual jeans and a sweater or a fancy dress a fancy dress yeah Obvious. choose a gift to give your date are you giving them balloons a box of chocolates a teddy bear a bottle of wine a card or flowers chocolate yeah classic <laughs> where are you going first the mall oh yes please a paint and sip the arcade the aquarium <sighs> the beach or the <sighs> movies the aquarium yeah where are you eating dinner? At a local diner, a fancy restaurant, a hibachi spot, McDonald's, <laughs> a buffet, or on the beach? On the beach. Oh, she's fancy. She got the budget. <laughs> what are you eating? Are you eating steak, sushi, vegan curry with rice, salad, a burger and fries, or lobster tail? Um, a burger and fries. Oh, <laughs> maybe she don't got the budget. <laughs> Got room for dessert? Always. Um, are you eating a Valentine's Day heart cookie? More chocolates? Red velvet cake? Chocolate souffle with ice cream and raspberries? Ugh. Strawberry tart with custard? Or cupcakes? The chocolate. Yeah, you had a visceral yeah. reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> Choose a last minute activity for after dinner. 
watch hours of Netflix, walk on the beach, go window shopping for new clothes, go stargazing, give your date a massage, or nothing. You want to go home. Netflix. And finally, what time does the date end? 8 p.m., 11 p.m., 12.30 a.m., 2.45 a.m., 3 a.m., or 7 a.m.? 2.45 a.m. Okay. She loves a specific time. (laughs) Okay. So I hate this. You've been going back and forth on whether you want on whether you want to get married, and twenty five years <laughs> is just enough time to figure it all out. Oh well. Now you're completely ready to make that commitment and walk down the aisle. Mm. So in twenty five years, okay. So you'll be fifty five. Yeah. Honestly, love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. Okay, and I have one more because I just thought it was fun and it's okay, short. We can do it. <laughs> and I just love this stuff. Okay, so this romantic quiz will reveal mm-hmm. who your celeb Valentine Valentine will oh, be. Okay, we love that. Oh, why don't I send it to you so then we can find yeah. out who each other's Valentines will be? Okay, so okay. I answer for you. You answer for me. Yeah, I'll put your response here. Yes. Okay, which Valentine's Day gift would you prefer? Chocolate teddy bear heartfelt card or flowers a card a heartfelt card okay um, for you for me probably a teddy bear teddy you know bear. me i love a good plush we love teddy fresh teddy fresh <laughs> okay now pick a desserts mm. cupcakes a heart-shaped cake cookies chocolate covered strawberries i think i'm gonna go they're so cute yeah those are really cute i'm gonna go with cupcakes okay your cupcakes. I'm going to go with the little cookies at the bottom. Okay. Yeah, those are cute. Okay, you are cupcakes. All right. Now pick a romantic song. Or oh, you know which one. Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Your Song by Elton John. Oh, that's so... <laughs> Crazy in Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z. Or I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Obviously, you already Your know. song. Mm-hmm. Same. You love, love me some Elton. Same yeah. Z's. We got to. Okay. Pick a movie. To- oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was eager. I saw a movie. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Read it. Pick a movie to watch with your significant other. Oh, bitch. I want to watch all of these. Mm-hmm. A Star is Born. This is truly like you. Yeah. <laughs> to all the boys I've loved before. Little Women or Crazy Rich Asians. For you, what is it? A Star is Born? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. It's either A Star is Born or Little Women. But like, I don't want to cry during my date. I think I'd pick Crazy Rich Asians. That's a great movie. Okay, so you pick that. I'm going to go with The Star is Born. Okay. I've only seen like a little bit of it. Oh, we'll have to watch it. Oh, my turn. Sorry. Pick a romantic (laughs) place to kiss on a rooftop near the Eiffel Tower. Mm. Eddie, you've... I think you've seen. I've actually, oh. I've actually shared a kiss by the. Why? Ugh, look at you. Okay, mm-hmm. so on the beach or at a fancy restaurant. I'm gonna go with on a rooftop. That's cute. I'm gonna go near the Eiffel Tower. I loved me Paris. I was heartbroken in Paris. Mm, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and now finally, pick a cute activity to do with your significant other. Go on a hike. Fuck that. Watch a movie. Truly. We just learned not to go on a hike. Yeah. Oh my God. Truly. <laughs> um, watch a movie, paint or cook. I'm, I'm going to say watch a movie. Me too. You too? Okay. Oh. Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Did we get the same answer? I mean, these people don't. This is like for you. But, well, this is for you then. <laughs> I don't think you got. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have Michael B. Jordan or Beyonce. Okay. Work. <laughs> That's everything. David Duchovny. No. Charlie Hunnam. No. Bitch, you got like your two faves. Harry Styles. Uh huh. (gasps) And who else? And Ariana Grande. Wait, that's my Ariel and Prince Eric. I know. I'm coming over for this date. Wow. Michael B. Jordan, I love you. Wakanda forever. Wow. And Beyonce. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm rich, but like. (laughs) It was like one of my favorite looks of hers too, the Met Gala. Yeah, look. that's a cute look. That is so that wild. That is so funny. That's cute. I'm totally okay. Well, with anyway, that. guys, so we found out that we're getting Jen's getting married in 25 years to, to Harry, Harry Styles, Styles and, Ariana, and Grande. Ariana Grande. Honest, oh my god, that'd be great. I would. I'd be set, be on set for life. I would be like, I'm moving in. Olivia Wilde, you're gone, bitch. Olivia Wilde, watch your fucking back. I'm a little bit older than him too, so it works. Oh yeah, he loves that. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much. Um, Again, follow us everywhere. 
nightmares and chill related just type in nightmares and chill yeah and google you'll find us you'll we'll pop up because mm-hmm. we're so rich and famous mm-hmm. and then also make sure you listen to our friends over at frenemies <laughs> yes. ethan and trisha we love you guys they asked for a shout out so, yeah, here, it so here it is here it is shouting them out yep um and also guys um thank you for listening um if you can like just some little tidbits like if you want to like download the the episodes that really helps us out leave a review and if you leave a review on apple podcast that pushes us up so please do that um we appreciate you we love you happy val happy belated valentine's day mm-hmm. watch your um watch your significant other be careful and don't, just don't go hiking don't go hiking like that's the that's the true yeah moral of the story Mm-hmm. and that's it goodbye Bye.